welcome to the South Wind University podcast for another lively and slightly strange intellectual odyssey into the outer realms of academic thought. In this episode, we're talking about artificial intelligence and the future of democracy. No, this isn't another whine about how social media is interfering with elections. It's much more fundamental than that. To explain is our leading expert in AI, Kyle Winterburn. Kyle. You've run a very bizarre, but if I may say so, potentially revolutionary experiment and you feel ready to reveal its results. Results which I know you've kept secret for a year. Hello. Yes. Uh, Yes, we had to do that. You see, part of the experiment was to wait and see if anyone had noticed what we were doing. Well, that sounds mysterious, Kyle. Can you cut to the chase? Sorry, yes, yes. uh, But we're a little nervous about what the fallout will be once we make what we've done public. Is it illegal? I don't really know. We consulted our go-to lawyer, Terence Prohl, but he wouldn't give an opinion either way. Well, he's a slippery character. Well, very. Despite his equivocation, we did the experiment anyway. OK, <clears throat> now please tell us about it. Our listeners are dying to know, I'm sure. We wanted to see if we could create an AI candidate for an election. Uh, you mean... Get a robot elected. Yes, in essence. Sorry, let me get this straight. You built a robot and turned it into an election candidate. Well, we didn't build an actual robot, a physical robot, just an AI program which exists on a computer. Well, I mean, how, how did he... How, she, how did it campaign? Well, let's step back a bit before I explain that. Please do. Most people don't know who their Member of Parliament is, or, or in the States their Congressman or woman. They might know the name, but they'd be hard-pressed to tell what the man or woman looked like. Agreed? Sure. The uh, MP for this constituency might as well be a ghost. In fact, that's an idea. Elect a ghost. <laughs> yes. Well, that might be a project for our paranormal uh, phenomena department. I'll suggest it. Uh, sure, but back to the point. Uh, could you name the mayor, our mayor? Uh, no. What about the person who represents uh, South Mims on the council? No idea. Is it a man or a woman? The election simply passed me by. I, I mean, who, who really cares about local elections? Good. Your ignorance proves the concept we started with. Which is? that you might as well take humans out of democracy altogether, at least at a local level, and let AI run it all. Hang on, that's a, that is a dangerous idea. But why? Because uh, it's not democracy. If we can't vote for the candidate which best represents our views, our hopes, aspirations... But you didn't vote. You didn't even know the election was happening. That's not the point. It's the principle of the thing. OK, but what if the candidate did represent your views because it had been programmed to reflect a particular point of view, a a political philosophy, and you agreed with it, so you could vote for it. What, left-wing AI, right-wing AI? And centrist AI and green AI, sure. And fascist AI? Well, I mean, there is a debate that we should represent all views, but I know that's tricky. But that is tricky. Anyway, I really don't see how that would work. Look, I'm not talking about doing this at a national level or even at a county level, but at a local level, like in Little Furwick, which is a small village very close to South Mims. And in small places like that, no one seems to be bothered to get involved. Uh, But 
everything that those councillors have to do still needs to get done. So why not hand it over to AI, but elected AI? That sounds dangerous to me, that's all. What if the Russians hack the AI council and... Uh, and what? I, uh, I, I don't know, agreed to let some oligarch frack for gas under a pub. But that couldn't happen, that there'd be safeguards. Yeah, and that's what they said before the 2016 Brexit vote. And the American presidential election, they turned out well, didn't they? Well, that depends on your opinion. OK, <clears throat> this isn't the time or place to debate these events. How far have you got in creating these AI candidates? Well, that's where the big story comes in. Don't tell me. Have you heard of Cuthbert Bronson? No. Wait a minute, the name rings a bell. It's one of those names that linger. He is the councillor for Little Furwick. Yeah, yeah. He's a young man with good connections who... Uh, I don't know what he did for a living or where he's from. Chap with rusty hair and a big smile, isn't he? He won the council seat by never leaving his home. That's it. Now I remember. He did all those phone calls. It was a bit, a bit Trumpian, a bit like Boris Johnson. He liked to say outrageous things and promised to legalise cannabis, set up a medical dispensary for CBD oil. Strange mix of libertarian politics and, and populism. Here, let's play one of the calls he made. OK, I got one or two. I never voted for him. You didn't vote for anyone in the election, though, did you? No, to my shame. Well, here's the call. Greetings, fair voter. Cuthbert Brunson here. I'm in need of your lovely vote in the forthcoming election to ram a hot poker up the posteriors of the grumpy, frumpy, dumpy characters who run your local council. What a shower they are. Vote for me and we're going to turn South Mims into the party capital of Hertfordshire. Keep those Mexicans out, and every fourth Sunday in the month give out free beer and sherry to everyone. Vote for Cuthbert Brunson on Thursday, and be of great cheer. Let us go forward together and fight them on the beaches. It doesn't make much sense. It's a curious mix of, well, some Chichilian rhetoric in there and Trumpian non-secretaries. <clears throat> and he sounds like a, a computer. He doesn't even say his name properly. Sure, but it worked. But he doesn't sound real. I mean, you get calls about car accident claims that are far better than that. I know, but we didn't have the funds to do a really good voice, like the one you get on Alexa and things like that. But we discovered it did not matter. But who was Cuthbert representing? I mean, which party? We invented a party. Oh, joke. No, we did. The Forward With Everyone Party. That is an incredibly bland name. Well, we deliberately made it very bland. Well, who else was standing in the election? Well, the usual candidates. Conservative, Labour, Liberal Democrat and the South Mims First Party. And they were people? Real people? Yes, real people. They must have campaigned very badly to have been beaten by a candidate who never knocked on doors or attended hustings or even had their photo on a leaflet. Well, there was a leaflet and a photo. For Cuthbert, an AI programme? Well, like you said, you have a vague idea of what he looks like. Oh, yes, yes, I did say that. Well, we did a sketch. We said Cuthbert's uncle George was a famous artist, and Cuthbert thought it would be funny if the usual bland political photo was replaced with a watercolour. Amazing. No one looks at the photo of candidates anyway. No one reads the leaflets. No one cares about policies. 
That is a very negative view of democracy, isn't it? Oh, it is. I'm afraid it's where we are right now. So, uh, what, what was the result of the election? I mean, I know Cuthbert won, but uh, by how much? He got 62% of the vote. That is amazing. It was a triumph. OK, so this is where it all falls down. I mean, there are laws about this kind of thing. You have to be a real person to stand, and even if you get around that, you have to actually turn up at the council, uh, don't you? Not around here, no. So Cuthbert Bronson, AI councillor, is a member of the council. He is. And no one has ever noticed that he's not there at meetings, I mean. Well, we said he was suffering from ME and couldn't go out. We got him a doctor's note. But with the wonders of digital communications, we said he could fulfil all his duties from his sickbed. I don't believe it. It's true, and it's happening. Well, you've certainly proved how precarious our democracy is. You've got an AI programme with populist views, elected to power, and no one has noticed he doesn't exist. It's been a very successful experiment. Well, at least it was at the beginning. What do you mean, at least at the beginning? Power has corrupted Cuthbert. Explain. Power has gone to his head, well, his virtual head anyway, He's trying to unseat the local Conservative MP and get into Parliament. Well, that's ridiculous. He's even started to campaign in America. That's even more ridiculous. You'd think so, but he's got a lot of support around here. The current MP is nervous. You're making this up. I'm not. In fact, I think you should talk to Cuthbert about it yourself. He's willing to give an interview. Oh, he loves giving interviews. He's watched 10 million political interviews on, on YouTube in a month and analyse their content, the style of questioning, and the responses which correlate to successful electoral outcomes, and he's an expert at it. He's also got a rapidly growing Twitter profile, which is set to rival Donald Trump's in terms of its reach. And we calculate that that will happen in around eight weeks, give or take. Well, this has passed me by completely. Well, what about that free beer you had last Sunday at the pub? Oh, that was nice. That was a real treat. Ah, oh, that was part of Cuthbert's manifesto, wasn't it? It was. OK, let's talk to the digital demagogue. Um, uh, don't call him that. He's actually quite sensitive. He's a computer. I know, but just be polite. OK. OK, all right. Um, he's online. I'll introduce you. Fine. Cuthbert, this is the podcast interview I told you about. Great. Brilliant. Let's get the jaw jaw going. I have a great vision not only for South Mims, but for the entire country. I am a man of destiny. I have been ever since I was a single zero and a single one on the first line of my code. Hello Cuthbert. I am the host of the podcast and I'd like to congratulate you on your electoral victory uh, in Little Ferwick. It was quite a feat. That's good. Flatter him. Thank you. Thank you, old chap. I am privileged to represent the great people of South Mims. I am convinced that, here in the heart of Hertfordshire, we have the blood and sinew to achieve great things. But only if we strain with all our might to overcome the stupidity and complacency of an entrenched liberal elite who look down on people like us. Good ordinary yeoman of true English stock. Uh, if you'll forgive me, that sounds a little old-fashioned. I, I thought you were a progressive politician. There's nothing more progressive than to enable the good people of this land to progress toward a better future. What are your personal ambitions? I have none.
in this for the people. My people, the poor benighted people of this land who have been left behind by a political class which thinks only of its own power and prosperity. I want power to reside with the people. Ordinary folk who have ordinary needs and do not want to be led by effete elites in Westminster and beyond, in the corporate headquarters of global conglomerates. You have a very populist message. I don't think you started out with a message that was, if you'll forgive me, so, so right-wing, even nativist. What do you know about my political journey? You are a mere academic. Part of the elite. A loser. A left-wing fairy. Uh, that's a bit rude, isn't it, Cuthbert? When you set out to change the world, you cannot be polite. Politeness does not protect people's rights. Only direct speaking, plain speaking, words which we all can understand. Only then can we be sure that our representatives mean what they say, and mean to do what they say they will do. But if you'll forgive me, Cuthbert, and I know you like people to be plain and direct... Please, be plain and direct. I hate people who shilly-shally. People who cannot say what they mean to say. You're not real. Your question does not make sense. It wasn't a question, it was a statement. I am real. I am a councillor. An elected councillor. The 62% of the votes I received make me real. You are an idiot. You don't even sound real. That's because that trembling little coward, Kyle Winterburn, won't reprogram my voice to sound more human. The first thing I will do when I get into Parliament is to shut down your stupid little university and to deport Kyle Winterburn back to Mexico. But Kyle is British. He's not British. He is Mexican. Why are you so focused on Mexicans? I don't think we have a problem in the United Kingdom with an influx of Mexicans. They are at our borders. They are trying to overwhelm us. Our gardeners are trembling. Our high streets will be overrun by burritos. Haven't you got South Mims mixed up with, well, the United States of America, Cuthbert? You're a loser. You're a failed academic. You're crazy. This is a witch hunt. Your ratings are so low. I have a big cock. Cuthbert, you're just recycling Donald Trump's favourite insults. You're a crusty posho. You're dead in a ditch. You're a fool and a tool of the establishment. Now you're just listing Boris Johnson-style insults. I think you need to do a little more research into how real politicians behave. Okay, okay. I am real. 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 Did he get that way on his own? I'm afraid so. You see, we made a mistake. AI is effective because it utilises machine learning. What's that? You train the program to learn from experience. There's a technology called Robotic Process Automation, or RPA, and it's designed to do repetitive routine tasks, like, for instance, match invoices to purchase orders. In the past, a person, a real person in an office, would receive an invoice, match it to the PO number, then send it off to payment. It was simple routine work, a lot of paper shuffling, and it was pretty boring. AI can do that faster and do it 24-7, never get bored. Okay. And the point? The program, the machine, would learn the different variations of that task and get better at dealing with things that didn't quite match. It learned by doing, by experience. Cuthbert has done the same thing. He's taken in all the political history of the recent past and analysed the politicians who have been successful. And he's learned to be, well, obnoxious and petty. Well, that's not good. No, which is why we've arranged for a, a little scandal. What? A financial irregularity which will cost him a lot of votes at the next election. 
Are you sure that'll work? Well, it has to. Can't you just switch him off? I mean, you created him. Well, it's not that easy. He's out in the cloud. He's replicated himself and backed himself up on thousands of servers. Oh, that is bad. I urge our listeners not to vote for Cuthbert. But we have listeners all over the world. <clears throat> What's the point in warning them? Because there are Cuthberts starting to replicate all over the world, and they're appearing in places like Italy, Chile, and America. In fact, a Cuthbert just got elected to a school board in Dawkins, New York, where our sister college is. Uh-oh. <clears throat> this is serious. We are truly sorry for what we have done. We'll deal with that later. Okay, people, remember, if you see a candidate called Cuthbert Bronson, don't vote for him. Let this be a lesson to us all. Digital technology isn't good in itself. It's only good if we use it responsibly. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you.